Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Toyo Open Country AT3. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm A.J. Hoffman with the sports betting headlines for Friday. College football kicks off tomorrow. We're going to discuss it all from Ireland to Hawaii. Lots of big line moves in college football week zero. U.S. Open starts Monday. A very notable absence. Novak Djokovic missing out on a lot money, points, legacy. We'll discuss that. And the Texans shut out the 49ers. People, again, panicking on Trey Lance. Kyle Shanahan, not so much. Here comes a full hour of the Vegas truth covering all that and more. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. This is Straight Out of Vegas. With the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. From the Vegas Strip, here's RJ Bell. That's right. I'm A.J. Hoffman, live in Las Vegas, live on a Friday, live on 226 FSR stations across this great, great nation. In for R.J. Bell today and in studio with me. Like It's almost like it's a Tuesday. Scott Seidenberg joins me. Scott, how are you, man? You know, we had so much fun. I figured we should do this on days that are not Tuesdays. That's weird. Yeah. And we'll, maybe we'll try that out going forward. We'll see how, how it works Only out. Only days ending in A.Y., though. Okay, yeah. that works. Gotcha. Uh, all right, L- listen, we've got a lot of show today. Let's jump right into it, and let's start 
in college football. Week zero tomorrow. The games are kicking off. These games actually matter. We've we've been listen. The preseason football's nice for the NFL. That's been. I'm not going to pass on it, but. It's nice to have football games happening that have real meaning. And that starts, at least with the college games, tomorrow. And there are seven games on the board, at least seven games, you know, lined everywhere between two FBS schools. There Mm -hmm. are some FBS versus FCS matchups, and you can get down some limited action on those. But for the purposes of this show, let's stick to the big boys, relatively the big boys. And let's talk. There's a couple of these games that jump out really on how much the lines have moved. And the, the three biggest movers happen to be the three games that involve teams from a Power Five conference. The well, first one it makes the most sense, right? These probably the, the biggest handles and the most well-known teams that are playing on this week zero. Yeah. So no offense to the Utah State UConn games. Uh, you know, I, I like that game. Florida Atlantic, Charlotte. I, I don't know what the hell's going to happen in that game. UTEP North Texas. Not not a lot of fun. New Mexico State Nevada, which we may get to later in this show for best bets. But let's let's focus on these other three games. And the first one, which is you know, the, the, it's played in, in Dublin, Ireland, Nebraska and Northwestern. If you go back a week, and really if, uh, this game in particular, if you go back to last night, this game was Nebraska minus thirteen. You fast if you w- went to bed thinking, ah. Uh, Feeling good about this? No. Yeah, I might wait till this thing gets to like fourteen. Yeah, oh, get the you know get the two touchdown cushion with Northwestern. Maybe got news for you, friends. You're not going to get two touchdowns with <laughs> Northwestern. Uh, Nebraska now minus eleven. So, it, and let's put this into perspective: a two point move, you know, for a game that we've had months and months mm-hmm. to to bet on. I shouldn't say months; at least a month to bet on. It, it you know widely available numbers. Yeah. A two-point move the morning before the game is a massive, massive adjustment by the mm-hmm. books here. There are some ten and a halfs flashing. I, you and I lean on different sides of this. So, for you, there's got to be some excitement that you've got some closing line value in your pocket now. Yes, uh, I'm on Northwestern to keep this thing close. I think this is going to be a low-scoring game, probable final score twenty-four seventeen, something like that. So it's like a seven-point game in favor of Nebraska winning. But to see the money, and, and let's full disclosure talk about where this started and where it went. The line did open at 10 and got bet up yeah. in favor of Nebraska to the point, like you said, there were 13s on the board, and now it's 11 and even a 10.5 that's starting to sprinkle, and we might see some more 10.5s come as money comes in on Nebraska. So, yes, I'm happy that I got this at the high number. I would still play it here at north of 10 points. I think this is a single-digit game, and the money coming in on Northwestern makes me excited because it seems like the market is agreeing with me. I I talked to Fez, Steve Fezzik about this this morning, and I was like, man, I was leaning 
and mind you, the difference between 11 and 13 in college football, it's not, you're not crossing any key numbers. It's not like it's, a, this is, go, it's not the same as if the game were going from 11 to 9 or from 8 to 6. Not all two point moves are created equally. Mm-hmm. So this, and this is a relatively, uh, I don't want to say meaningless, but it, it's certainly not a, it's not a massive, massive jump over some key number. But I was leaning this game at 13. I call Fez this morning, A, at 11. I mean, is there any chance we're going to see a 10 here? And his thought was, probably not, but there's no harm in waiting and seeing. Mm -hmm. So for me, this game, if this game touches 10 tomorrow, I'm going to be on the Huskers. I, I like. Uh, Mark Whipple coming in. I like the, uh, you know, they've got some transfers at wide receiver from Texas, LSU, some guys coming from bigger programs. It's funny to say Nebraska, like, act like Nebraska is not a big program, but this is, this is 2022. Uh, and Casey Thompson transferring in from Texas. I mm-hmm. think he's an upgrade. So I think that the offense that just shellacked this Northwestern team last year is already better. Part of me is a little nervous about where the game is at. Yeah, you know, anytime uh, you're talking about college kids mm-hmm. going across an ocean to play a football game, I'm not going to be as confident as I normally would be. I th- if this if this game were at Northwestern, I'd feel pretty decent about my my opinion on it. I just don't. There's a lot of unknowns, but I think at this point, if there's a ten, I'm going to have to look at a ten. So a couple of things you have to be uneasy about if you're on Nebraska. One is the line move that has clearly gone against sure. you in favor of Northwestern. All that money coming in on the Wildcats. The other thing is that the total has been bet down yep. as well. This thing opened up at fifty four and a half, down to fifty two, fifty one and a half is what you're pretty much getting consensus wide across the market. Anytime you're seeing a total go down, it lends itself to taking the points, right? There's a correlated bet here with the under and taking the points with a double-digit underdog. Less points in the game, less likely a team is going to cover double digits. The idea that both correlated moves are going against you has to be concerning because game script— According to everyone's handicap and my handicap, especially, is that Northwestern's going to slow this game down. That this is going to be a grinded out football game that is going to be low scoring that would be played within that single digit spread. And th- that's what's keeping me off of it right now. That said, again, I, I, the way that I was leaning, and I've, I've looked at the news, there's nothing that tells me that anything's happened to change my mind. So I, I don't believe there's like a, a a massive change that that I haven't heard about. Maybe there is, and sometimes mm-hmm. these things are information based. Uh, sometimes it's it's guys waiting until the the bigger betters waiting until they feel like they're in a good spot. Listen, this game touched thirteen and a half in some places. If you wanted Northwestern, that it was a good time to get it. Yeah. Uh, the weather in Dublin tomorrow, sixty four degrees, no rain. I mean, obviously, I think rain would hurt Nebraska more than, or or wind would hurt Nebraska, which wind eight miles an hour. Mm -hmm. It's going to certainly be the more pass heavy offense. Northwestern, a team that's going to like to grind, run the ball, like you said, you want them. They want they want it to be a, a, a and, low scoring game. And you know, Nebraska was kind of middle of the road against the run last year, and I think that's another thing that people are considering. It's okay, you have Mark Whipple now at Nebraska, and they want to throw the ball and utilize Casey Thompson here. This is the first game, though. This is the first look at it. 
it. How much do you want to unveil in week one where you have this entire schedule ahead of you? But also, the pass defense was Northwestern's strength last year. Here's why I think that they do want to get this thing off and cooking. Scott Frost is playing for his job. He's coaching for his job. If Scott Frost, I don't know what it's going to take for him to keep his job this year. I mean, the fact that he kept it after a three and nine last year. Yeah, I think a bowl game is like the starter. If you're not bowl eligible, you're you're probably you're probably not going to be there next year. But I think games like this need to be statement games for him. So if they they have one win against, forget about Northwestern here. North Dakota, they'll win. Georgia Southern, they'll win. That's two. All right. Um, give them Purdue, Rutgers, it's four. Indiana, five. This is an important game. This is an important. This is a big. This is a big game. And let's face it, Northwestern <laughs> unlikely to make a bowl. They're they're not considered a bowl caliber team mm-hmm. right now and you know Nebraska's offseason losses a lot of their defensive losses were in the secondary guess who's not going to test the new guys Northwestern so I, I don't know I, that's that's my take on the game the, again like you said the line move certainly throws me off of being really having a great appetite to bet this unless we see a key number uh, which is entirely possible and I'm, I'm gonna wait I'm gonna wait and see because Playing it at 11, playing it at 12 is all the same to me. Playing it at 10 would be a big advantage. Mm -hmm. Let's look at the next game, Illinois and Wyoming. Illinois, one week ago, favored by 10 points. Today, favored by 14. Another massive move uh, toward the Illini. Yeah, opened up at 9 and has gone all the way up to 14. Uh, you're seeing some of the betting splits come in on this game, and it's it's almost absurd that every single person is on uh, Illinois in this spot. Well, what's weird is we talked about the correlation between the, the dog and the under. We've seen this line push down. I, I gave this out on this show under 44 and a half. I don't know how long ago was that, McKenzie? A week or two ago? Yeah, about a week. Uh, and now you're seeing 43s, you know, it's some, some, some touches of 42 and a half. So it's, it is odd that as the spread gets bigger, yeah. the total is going down here. Well, I, I think that this is going to be an Illinois 7 to 10 point win. I think they're going to be up though throughout this entire game. There's going they're going to start fast, they're going to score, they're going to take a double digit lead into the half and then they're going to take the foot off the gas pedal. This is week 1 for this Illinois team. It's a game that they should easily cruise by. I'm not saying, "Oh, you got to get everything in order to go to Indiana next week mm-hmm. and make sure." But it is week 1. And when you're playing an opponent like Wyoming that has, much like the other games that we're going to talk about with these teams that have been devastated by what they have lost from year to year, this is the prototypical, I don't want to disrespect anyone by saying this is the cupcake game to start the season, but that's what college football used to be, right? You get your cupcake game to start the year, and then you jump into your regular schedule. This is a time where they're rolling out a new offense with Tommy DeVito at quarterback. They're going to be more vertically aggressive down the field. I think they're going to have their way with Wyoming, especially up front. The offensive line is going to bully Wyoming. This is going to be a double-digit lead that I think in the fourth quarter, backups are in, 
and anything can happen. And this is where you know you can always say this is uh, public money moving things certain way. In this case, I really do think this is public money moving these lines because pro bettors are betting much earlier than today. Yeah. The the if you had a strong opinion one way or the other, you were betting it at the at the I would say at the latest a week ago. Like AJ Hoffman. Well, thank you. But yeah, 44 and a half, it was down to 44 this morning. It's still moving down. The spread was, you know, it continues to jump to 14 now. I think that you are seeing late action coming from the Joes. And I think that that, like, it certainly is a, 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 enough of an amount to move the lines like this. So that it's meaningful money. I think that you have to take into account, though, that anybody who was who does this for a living had already done this. Mm-hmm. So th- that's why I don't. I, I worry about people. I think maybe if you're getting in now, if you still like Illinois at 14, you're probably too late to the party. If I th- I said this, you know, after the 44 and a half, I said I don't want anything below 44. I said, if this is the, I think at 44 is the last bite of the apple mm-hmm. you can take, as RJ would, to, to borrow an RJ term. But I think if you're looking at these big moves and you're trying to play them right now, you're probably too late. Um, I wonder if Northwestern, again, that's not a, they're not crossing any key numbers. I wonder if you're too late now, because like you said, there's, there's 13s, 13 and a halfs in pocket. Yep. Why are you playing it at 11? Finally, Hawaii and Vanderbilt. A week ago, this was Hawaii. Excuse me, Vanderbilt minus six and a half. Now Hawaii, they're they're nine and a half point dogs. I don't know if this gets to ten. I hope it does because I have a Hawaii ticket in my pocket. But this is such an interesting game because Vanderbilt's not a good football team. This is, in fact, Vanderbilt's a bad football team. Let's just put it how it is. Hawaii is barely a football team, though, and this is a, a, a matchup. And I think, again, I think this is public money pushing this because people are now starting to hear and really understand yeah. what's going on with Hawaii. This is there's over 50 new players on Hawaii. These are, and this is low tier SEC uh, opposition, mm-hmm. the lowest tier SEC opposition you can find. But you're talking about low tier SEC talent against guys who weren't playing college football a year ago. Yeah. We're either in high school or junior college or, or something, but they, they've never seen stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And the biggest difference between SEC guys and guys in Hawaii are in the trenches. And the SEC, the low-level SEC offensive linemen, defensive linemen, it's hard to match those guys unless you've got. I mean, if you're at a smaller school, first of all, but unless, but really, unless you've built up a smaller yeah. program, and Hawaii is starting from scratch. If you remember last year, basically the entire team quit on Todd Graham. Todd Graham gets fired. Everything starts over. Timmy Chang, who is a, a Hawaii legend, he's going to try to rebuild this program, rebuild the culture. I think he does it. I think asking it to be done day zero is pretty tough. And I think that you know Vanderbilt gets to the island early. The home field adva- first of all, the home field advantage in Hawaii is kind of a myth. They're a below average home field team if and you look back, back historically. A, they're playing yeah. on campus now. They're pl- yeah. they're not. Pl- 
Not only are they playing on camp, they're playing in a practice facility. <laughs> I mean, this is like, uh, this is Vanderbilt plays at Alabama. Vanderbilt plays at the swamp. Yes. Vanderbilt is going to be okay playing in Hawaii's practice facility. Uh, but again, if you're buying in on Vanderbilt now, you might be late to the party. You know, so, so, so the last time that Hawaii won against an SEC opponent at home was 2003. They beat Alabama. Now again, that was the Mike Shula Alabama. Sure. They were what three and nine yeah. or four and nine or something that year. They were soon bad, to be fired. Mike yeah, Shula. exactly. They were a bad football team. Uh, Timmy Chang was on that roster though. There you go. He wasn't the starter. He was the backup. Okay, but a little bit of synergy there. Fifty-one new players. That's crazy. Like you got to let that sink in. It's not just oh yeah, team goes through turnover right every year. They lose players, transfers, whatever. Fifty-one new players. This is a completely different football program, and there's so much unknown here that I can't have any faith in in Hawaii winning this football game or or coming close in this football game. They haven't yeah. even. They don't even know who their quarterback is. That's the crazy thing. <laughs> and Hawaii returns the least production in the entire country. Vanderbilt's top 25 in returning production. This, to me, just feels like a mismatch, even given the facts, given given the givens that Vanderbilt is not a good football team. So, uh, those are your three biggest line movers. The Florida Atlantic-Charlotte line has stayed steady at seven. UTEP North Texas has gone from well, one, to one plus one and a half. There is huge line move. Uh, and then the Utah State-UConn game, 26 and a half to 26. New Mexico State and Nevada from plus nine to plus eight at least a week ago. So uh, we will get into more college football later on in the program. Take our first break. And when we come back, I want to talk about Novak Djokovic, who's not going to be playing on Monday in the U.S. Open and what he's missing out on because it, it when you add it up, whew, it is big. He's Scott Sunberg. I'm AJ Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Does the craziness of everyday life leave you stressed? Do you notice you're losing a little bit of hair? You're shedding a little bit? Well, if you're noticing a little less hair on your head and you're checking your hairline all the time, you got to check out Nutrafol. When it comes to thinning hair, there are many root causes at play, and Nutrafol addresses them through a multi-targeted, whole-body approach. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code CRSHOW. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code CRSHOW. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code CRSHOW. 
Covino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. With intervention, I with I'm AJ Hoffman. We are straight out of Vegas. This is the fastest growing show on Fox Sports Radio. That's because of you guys spreading the word. You can listen on the iHeartRadio app. Just search for straight out of Vegas. Here on the strip, it is 102 degrees. I'm schwitzing. The neon is schwitzing. Is that what's happening? I mean, I'm schwitzing. Oh, okay. All right. I'll take that. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's get into. Novak Djokovic, the U.S. Open starts on Monday. Novak Djokovic will not be there. And we are living in a golden age of tennis where, and I'm not a tennis guy, but I can respect greatness. I certainly can respect greatness. We are seeing three guys who have dominated the sport in a way that it's never been dominated before by, by a, a group of guys. 20 of the last 22 Grand Slams mm-hmm. all go to either Novak Djokovic, Roger Federer, or Hoffa Nadal. Djokovic just moved into second all-time for most majors with his Wimbledon win at 21. Nadal has 22. This is a legacy-defining time for Novak Djokovic. Because at the end of the day, I don't know if it's as simple as, you know, Jack has more majors than Tiger, so Jack's better. Mm -hmm. I I don't know if it's as as simple as that. I think you you have to take into account quality of competition, era, how many, like, is is the general grade of player better than it was X years ago? but these two guys are contemporaries. These guys play against each other. So if Nadal has 22 when it's all said and done and, and Djokovic has 21, do we just say, well, Nadal was better? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's as simple as that. That's for a tennis expert to decide. But I do know this. Novak Djokovic, and we talked about this a lot with Kyrie Irving, you can say, you can say I've got these, uh, these principles, yeah, and I'm going to stand by them no matter what. And Kyrie Irving, to his credit, he did that. Kyrie Irving missed out on millions of dollars mm-hmm. because he didn't get paid 
when the Nets played home games. He sat down, but well, he, he didn't even he couldn't even show up at the building for Nets home games, uh, which is weird. But okay, mm-hmm. he could go watch a game. Yeah, but he can't show up for the home yeah. games and get and get fined for going in the locker room. Yeah, but that's an example of a guy who stood by his principles. Mm-hmm. And I, I do I agree with the idea of it. Not necessarily. No, I don't. Listen, I'm big on you do what you want to do with your body. Mm -hmm. That's at the top of the list for me. Nobody should be able to tell you what you can do, what you can't do. That said, would I do it? I'm taking the millions. You know, the the army pumped me full of shots. I've got no idea what they were what they were for. (laughs) It's like in case you're ever in the Horn of Africa, you'll be ready. (laughs) Yeah. And do you think I really stopped and was like? What's in this thing? No, I just I took it and I moved on with my life. But also, like think about this: we had remember earlier this season, Major League Baseball, Canada still has strict vaccination yes. standards. The uh, Kansas City Royals had a trip up to Toronto to yeah. play against the Blue Jays. More than half their active roster could not make the trip. Ten players from their 25-man roster were not eligible to go to Canada to play against the Blue Jays. And this leads me to my point about some of the guys who aren't as principled. Now, what happened? Whit Merrifield gets traded from the Royals to the Blue Jays. He didn't go to Toronto on the road trip. Did not go. I'm not. My body, my choice. Did not go. (laughs) But then he gets traded to the Blue Jays. Yeah, I'm all right. All right. Okay, (laughs) give me that shot. Andrew Benintendi didn't make that trip either, did he? No. Now he's on the Yankees, though. If the Yankees go to Toronto. Oh, you're on a playoff contender. Now, suddenly, well, I, I'll be honest. I don't think the Yankees make a trade for Andrew Benintendi unless he says, yeah, I'll get vaccinated because it, they could very well, they could put, there's potential they'd have a playoff series against mm-hmm. you know Toronto. That's not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, this was a topic of discussion when Aaron Judge didn't reveal his vaccination status. You know, there was a comment earlier in the year, is he unvaccinated because he's he's being very coy about it. What if the Yankees have a playoff series? Turned out to be, you know, nonsense, but it, it this is something that should he miss out. And I think you bring up a great what if. If he misses out on the all-time records or whatever because of one or two Grand Slam wins. Remember, he didn't go to the Australian Open. Also, yeah. well, he went, year. and they said, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, you can't go. You're gonna yeah. have to leave our country." Yeah. This is something that might come back around, and who's to say things change a year from now or two years from now? This might actually be an ongoing thing. Here's a quote from Rafael Nadal. Quote, from my personal perspective, it's very sad news. It's always a shame when the best players of the world are not able to play a tournament because of injuries or because of different reasons. In this case, not having one of the best players in the history of the draw of Grand Slam is always an important miss. And he says, as I said, tough for the fans, tough for the tournament, in my opinion, tough for the players, too, because we want to have the best field possible. In this is not the best field possible. Let's let's just face it. it it's not. And part of it is, and by the way, uh, Nadal is the second favorite to win the U.S. Open. But even that is kind of a oof, because uh, Daniil Medvedev is the defending champion. He's plus 220. He's coming off a first-round loss in Montreal, lost in the semis in Cincinnati. Nadal is the plus 380. He lost in the first round in Cincinnati, which was as a, he was a minus six hundred favorite. Lost. That was his first uh, first match since he tore his abdomen on June twenty seventh. 
So we have no idea what he's going to look like. This could Roger, be one of the, Roger Federer yeah. is not playing because this, he hasn't played in like a year. This is going to be one of those tournaments where you're firing on like Nick Kyrgios at nine to one or but, Carlos Alcaraz. You know, you're, you're you're taking a shot somewhere. Is there any question that if Djokovic were playing, he would be the favorite? Of course, he's the favorite every time he steps onto the court. And then think about, you know, Djokovic missed out on he. Again, he won the US, the Australian Open in 2021. He got 2.75 million for that. He missed out on that. He earned, uh, he, he, you know, he finished second at the U.S. Open a year ago, 1.25 million. Mm-hmm. Not going to get that this year. So, not only is there a lot of money that he's missing out on, but there are articles being written already, and there was one in the New York Post today about. By, by people acting like suddenly, and, and the, again, I don't love when journalism says you should get a vaccination or you shouldn't, and if you don't, you're a bad person. But there are people, there are sports writers, there are people who who will have a bias towards you if you think differently from them. And there, the, the story I read today said, we've seen Roger Federer and Novak Djokovic, and I got news <laughs> for you, Djokovic is no Federer. I don't think there's. I don't think you can watch those two play tennis, not know any of their political beliefs, and say, yeah, they're not in the same conversation. But again, when you talk about all-time legacy, perception comes into that. Mm-hmm. Who has more Grand Slams, Federer or Djokovic? Djokovic. Oh, okay. But uh, listen, he's no Federer. <laughs> and you know, Novak says. You remember that old ESPN Sports Center commercial, or whatever, where it was uh, Roger Federer, and they were like, it, it was uh, I forgot who the anchor was. Was like, you know, I like the way they do top tens in tennis. You know, if uh, if they did top tens for like you know anchors, like where would I be? He's like. I don't know if you'd be in the top 10. <laughs> it's like Federer has this image that goes beyond his winning, right? I think as much as people enjoy Novak Djokovic, I feel like Federer crossed over a little bit easier into mainstream, and he's a little bit more well-liked. Like His Q rating is a little bit higher. And he says, listen, I've never said he's, – he's not – he said he's not anti-vax. He just says for him – the principles of decision-making on my body are more important than any title or any money. I'm trying to be in tune with my body as much as I possibly can. Based on all the information I got, I decided not to take the vaccine, which, of course, means mm-hmm. I'm missing out on these opportunities. Again, I don't, I don't know if this is smart, like for, but if he thinks that, and this is a guy whose fitness is what his game is. Like he is, he's in better shape than anybody in the world when it comes to tennis. That's how he wins. And if if he thinks that this could change that, I could see the hesitance in, in doing it. But I do, I am, I guess, in a way impressed that he's standing by this and missing out on millions, missing out on legacy. Because I do think if Djokovic ha- ends up with 25 and, he, he, you know, there's, there's no doubt. But if he ends up one behind Nadal, I think there's always going to be like, well, he missed those U.S. Opens. He missed those Australian Open, and by the way, the point every time you miss a tournament, it, it, you know the points go on a year lo- year by year thing. So once he misses this U.S. Open, all his points from last year's U.S. Open fall off. So Novak Djokovic, because he didn't play in the Australian Open, and points are worth double in these majors or the Grand Slams. Novak Djokovic might be like the the twelfth rated player in the world next week, which <laughs> is insane. All right, well, speaking uh, of insane, since two thousand and four, right. 
you look at all the majors. So that's four majors a year since 2004, um, up until last year, 2021, even including this year, 2022. Besides Federer, Nadal, and Djokovic, there have been eight players to win a major. <laughs> yeah. And like some of them have been Andy Murray, who's won multiple, Stan yeah. Vavrenka, who's won multiple, but that's it. Like, think about that. Like, from 2004 to 2022, it's been only these three men. And it's one thing, like Federer, to miss tournaments because of injury, mm-hmm. because that should count. It, Same thing with Nadal. Nadal's missed for injury. Sure. And those things should count when you're discussing all-time legacy. Mm-hmm. Like, this guy could he, he could he could be on the court. He, he was able to stay healthy. But, man, to, to miss these things voluntarily is a, a big debate, I think. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio, I'm A.J. Hoffman. Steve Fezzik sent me a text and pointed out correctly that I misspoke. I don't have a Hawaii ticket in my pocket. I have a, a a Vanderbilt ticket in my pocket. So if I if I misspoke, I apologize. I do not have any exposure also, on the bows. Also, who cares what you have in your pocket? That's true. <laughs> That's true. I just don't want people to think that I'm backing Hawaii in any way, shape, or form. All right. We're going to take our last break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about the final preseason game for Trey Lance and the 49ers, and we're going to have a best bet from Scott Seidenberg. AutoZone has the free services you need to help you get back on the road, like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. With over 5,600 locations nationwide, AutoZone's here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. He's Scott Seidenberg. I'm AJ Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Right out of Vegas! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Cavino and Rich here, and whether you're headed to a campus to see some college baseball, meet up with old friends, or show off the alma mater to your kids, spring is prime time in college towns. And if you're planning a trip, two words for you, graduate hotels. There's no better place to stay. You know we're fans. We were at the Nashville location, and it was sweet. Definitely recommend it. So listen, when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. And hey, if you're already looking ahead to college football season, you could book rooms at Graduate Hotel this fall as well. But we'll warn you, reservations for those big weekends fill up fast, so go there sooner than later. Head to graduatehotels.com. And again, 
up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. AJ Hoffman, this is straight out of Vegas. All right, let's get into the San Francisco 49ers Houston Texans game from last night. The Texans, 17 nothing winners. Trey Lance on three drives, 7 of 11, 49 yards. Uh, not a great look for Trey Lance. And of course, the interwebs start panicking. And he, it's, <laughs> he's not turning the ball over, which I think is, is good. Uh, he is. He seems very accountable when they talk to him. He's like, "Listen, I know where I've got to get better, but he's missing some wide open throws. He's missing. He's leaving points on the field, and of course, people are bringing. You know, they're they're going crazy about it because this is the most controversial quarterback decision I think out there. Um, Kyle Shanahan asked about the preseason. He had a couple quotes that I liked. One of them was, "The preseason's like the driving range." What happens out there really doesn't matter, but you have to do it. Hmm. Which I, it's in a way is true. Uh, and then his other quote when they they said, "What did you think of Trey Lance's performance?" and he said, "Dude, I, I've got nothing. It was a dumbass preseason game." So Kyle Shanahan, hey, listen, I, I I assume this is his call. I assume that it, it's. Yeah, that he's the one who wanted Trey Lance at this point. I, I, the reporting remains mixed, but I assume that Kyle Shanahan wouldn't be going into this season without the guy he wanted, and he's made his decision. And I trust Kyle Shanahan more than I trust media members. I, you know what I mean? To to know sure. And, and could could this be? Could Kyle Shanahan be totally wrong? Of course, I think that's a real possibility. But until we see what he's got in store for an actual game. I'm not going to panic on the 49ers. All right. Now, let me ask you. After one game, you see a similar type performance. Do you start to panic? Sure. (laughs) I mean, you start to... At what point do you draw that line where it's like, all right, it's just one game. I mean, listen, this is a guy... All right, it's just two games. It's a guy who's who's making his first handful of starts in the NFL. Mm -hmm. You know, I think think you're going to have growing pains. Uh, but I, I would expect that Trey Lance is. If you ask the average person how good will Trey Lance be this year, my expectation is he'll be a little bit better than that. I think people think that he's going to be the worst quarterback in the league. I don't see. I that. don't see that. No. All right, let's get into oh, your best bet. 
Let's uh, and we're going to go back to Week Zero college football. Tell us what you got. Yeah, so much line movement. We talked about all the line movement in Week Zero. Well, nothing's moved as much as this New Mexico State game against Nevada. Opened up fourteen and a half in favor of Nevada, down to eight and a half. There is some nines you can still get on the board. There's actually some eights as well, uh, and even a seven and a half at an online book. So uh, this thing it could be creeping down even further. The bottom line with this one is is Nevada is absolutely decimated by turnover. They have a completely new roster, new head coach, a guy who has never coached before uh, at this level, really never he's never been a head coach before. Meanwhile, New Mexico State, they're not going to be a great team this year, but they could still win four games on their schedule, and this is actually a game that's winnable because of Nevada having to really change everything from what we know. And I think uh, when you look at the line in this game, Everyone is just assuming New Mexico State's bad, Nevada's bad, the line's moving because Nevada has gone through all of this turnover, all of this change, right? New offensive system, new skill position players, uh, a slew of new, you know, poorly recruited players coming in. They had bottom recruiting classes over the past couple of seasons. I still don't think people are really acknowledging just how bad this team is going to be this year in Nevada. Whereas now I see the line movement, and this is probably where the game should have opened, if I'm being honest. And I think New Mexico State is a live dog. I sprinkled a little bit on the money line because I think they have a chance to win this game. Jerry Keel is a Power 5 head coach. He was a successful head coach in the Big Ten Conference at Minnesota. And looking at this schedule— There are not many winnable games for New Mexico State because they're an independent this year. They have to travel all over the place. They're going to uh, Minnesota. They're going to Wisconsin. They're going to Missouri. This is a home game in Las Cruces where you should be on the same level as your opponent with a chance to beat them at home. They're going to run the ball well. I think their lines will have an advantage, and they will Keep this, like I said, I have them on the money line as well. I think they are very live to win this football game. I don't think the line is considering what these teams are going to look like. And we're going to start to see adjustments now. After this game, you'll start to see where Nevada is accurately lined. All right. Uh, There are a few games tonight. The Bills. Without their punter, actually without a lot of their starters, but Mm -hmm. the punter in the news today, the Bills minus six at Carolina, Seahawks minus seven at Dallas, Chargers plus five at the Saints, Patriots plus two at the Raiders. Matt Rule says he expects to see Panthers starters for at least a full quarter against the Bills in that first game. Bonus best bet. I like the under in the Rams-Bengals preseason game coming up uh, tomorrow. The fight that occurred in the practice yesterday, these players cannot wait to get back at each other. If you missed any of today's... Today's show, including a breakdown of all the Week Zero line moves, check out the podcast at foxsportsradio.com. We'll be back on Monday, 6 Eastern, 3 o'clock Vegas time, recapping that same Week Zero. He's Scott Seidenberg. I'm A.J. Hoffman. We are straight out of Vegas right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.